This is Comedy Forecast, episode 532, Escape from Pasta Place, chapter 17. The Comedy Forecast Network. Let's dog ear this for now. The fifth annual Comedy Forecast April Podcast Today Spectacular is sponsored by its Patreon patrons. Thank you. If you'd like to become a patron for as little as a dollar and receive episodes before everyone else, visit patreon.com slash comedy forecast, all one word with the number four, or click on the Patreon link on the comedy forecast homepage. Now on with the show. Escape from Pasta Place, Chapter 17, Special Delivery. last chapter, everyone trapped inside one pasta place was locked in an escape room on the second floor, the second floor of a building which still hovers 1,000 feet in the air. But we start this episode on the ground, at a location across the street from one pasta place. It is here that we find reporter Buzz Scoop Crackerjack Thomas continuing his coverage of the towering disaster. The time is just before dawn. This is Buzz Scoop Cracker Deck Thomas, ace investigative field reporter for the Middling Fair, Courier Times, Roman Bold Italic, reporting from our mobile facility in the parking lot of Middling Fair's 23-hour security service and three-armed t-shirt outlet. Joining me once again is General K. Winston Catamaran. <sighs> That's calamity. Whatever you say. Now, tell me, General, what Wild E. Coyote rescue attempt have you dreamed up this time? May I remind you that you are speaking to a member of the military? And you, sir, are speaking with a member of the Fourth Estate, now listed on Zillow. We're about to open a can of kick-butt awesome. At this very moment, an F-22 fighter jet is hot on the tarmac, just waiting to deliver this government's latest search and rescue technology. Loaded inside an ordinary-looking missile are a boatload of massive autonomous drones. They'll enter the building and hunt for survivors. Once targets are acquired, the drones will clamp onto them and fly them safely to the ground. That is incredible! That it is. I mean, you just described, in great detail, classified information about a secret government project. Uh, this interview is over. Meanwhile, far above the ground, our beleaguered band of adventurers are worried about Abby Fallmacher. The room the group is stuck in displays newspaper front pages from across the globe. The headlines indicate Abby's absence over the last few days has been devastating to her little wicker baskets empire. Like this, not one bit. Miss Fallmarker is never this quiet. Well, there was that one time when I thought she stopped talking, but it turns out it was just me having my four o'clock stroke. That's horrible. Eh, you get used to them, Chad. 
In fact, yep, there it was, right on schedule. That one was extra tingly. If only we weren't trapped up here, this might never have happened. Like, too bad we can't, like, turn back the hands of time. You're right, we can't. Oh, curse you handless digital clocks. What is everyone over here blabbering about? Oh, Miss Fallmacher, we're just sorry that we can't do something to fix this problem. What problem? You know, remember the whole fall of the Little Wicker Empire thing? Oh, that. Utter nonsense. What do you mean? What happened sounds terrible. Yes, it would be, if it were possible. I thought about it for a hot second, and there's no way on earth people will ever stop loving Little Wicker Baskets. This is clearly a lie. The door is unlocked! See? Basically, you did it. Basically, yay. All right, next stop, the lobby. At that very moment, in the cockpit of the F-22 Raptor waiting on the airstrip at the Midling Fair Municipal Airport and Circus Clown Disposal Facility, the pilot receives a message. This is General Calamity. Over. Sir, I can only respond if you use your handle. Over. Roger, this is Love's Instagram. Go ahead, all the fields. You are go for Operation Pasta Plucker. Repeat, you are go, and Godspeed, son. Roger that, all the fields. Protein pills taken, helmet on, commencing takeoff. Across town, Detective Hart is exiting the gate at the Middling Fair Maximum Security Prison and Pillow Refluffing Service. He looks sullen. The trail he has been following has gone cold. Suddenly, out of the shadows, two figures approach. Excuse me, but I couldn't help overhearing your conversation with Mr. Bad Note Billy. Overheard it? I was inside a maximum security prison. And you were out here. Yes, a puzzle, isn't it? I like puzzles, boss. Here's one. What's red and white? Not now, Warbell. It was a newspaper. Forgive me. My assistant has a little trouble staying on task. We all have our problems, pal. Personally... I can't parallel park. <laughs> Most informative. You, sir, are one odd little man. <laughs> Enough of this pleasant banter. Down to business. I am in possession of something that I think you might want to see. If it's the Star Wars holiday special, you can save your breath. I've seen it. The nightmares have mostly stopped. No, no, not that. This is something much more interesting. I am in possession of the envelope and note that Mr. Billy spoke of. You are, huh? How exactly did you get it? Hmm, 
that is a, a, an interesting story. Oh, oh, can I tell him, boss? Oh, yes, go, go, go right ahead. We stole it. I was hoping you would make it a lot more dramatic than that, Warble. Sorry. You know, build up the drama. Look, what do you want for the envelope? Nothing much, you understand. Just ten million dollars. I'll give you five bucks. I'll take it. Warble, give the man the envelope. We snuck into the prison by using the overhead electrical wires like a zip line. Warble, that moment has passed. Give the man the envelope. Sure, boss. Here you go. And here's your five dollars. Come, Warble. We will put these ill-gotten gains to work immediately. The extra value meal? No, you idiot. Why are you always thinking about food? Well, maybe it's my superpower. Well, mine is clearly putting up with you. Did you get bitten by a radioactive teddy bear? Huh. I can't imagine why we haven't heard from those two on the podcast in years. Now, let's have a look at this note. Wow. This piece of information is the icing on the cake. See? He thinks about food, too. What a bill! Also, at that very moment, at the elevated one pasta place, everyone makes it to the lobby of the building. We did it! Great! Let's get out of here! Wait! Cap! We're still suspended a thousand feet in the air! Sorry, I forgot. I always feel this lightheaded. Basically, me too. And moments later, General K. Winston Calamity is on the phone with his superior in Washington. Is that you, Calamity? Yes, sir, General Dynamic. <sighs> this had better be important, Winston. I was in the middle of binging the last ship. That show is hilarious. Sir, I am reporting in to let you know that we are in the process of rescuing the souls trapped inside one pasta place. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Tragic and all that. Let me know how it goes. Sir, yes, sir. I will report back once the EXT-88 reaches its target. You do that. Now I need to... Whoa, 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 wait. What did you just say? The EXT-88 is on its way. You mean the EXT-88, right? That's a big negative, sir. I copied the name right off the side of the payload. Calamity, the EXT-88 with no dash is our latest, most sophisticated explosive ordinance. It will blow that building to pieces. That doesn't sound good. How will everyone escape one pasta place? And can they do it before the missile arrives? Find out what happens next in Chapter 18, Down and Out at Pasta Place. In this episode, the part of The Pilot was played by John Bell of the Bells in the Batfree podcast. Warble was played by Paul Barry of the A Window to the Magic podcast. General Dynamic was played by Chuck Tomasi of the Technorama podcast and the Topic is Trek podcast. 
And the story announcer was played by Gary J. Chambers. Remember, you can support Comedy Forecast for as little as a dollar and receive episodes before everyone else. Visit patreon.com slash comedy forecast, all one word, with the number four. Thank you. As always, this is Sir Patrick Stewart. And I'm Clinton. Saying, that's, that's it. it. We're, We're done, 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 done. done. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.